Nice. Okay, right. Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. I'm your host, Adam. And joining me today, whoops, got the wrong thing there, is Ant. Thank you, Ant, for, for joining us from, oh, from Seapoint. Yeah. Yeah. By the sea in, in Kopstadt. How are you? I'm very, very good. Um, yeah, enjoying the banging weather we've had for the last couple of days um, before the storm hits again tomorrow. Ah, it's it's so. quite a, it's a bit of a roller coaster, Cape Town winter. It's like lovely and then just absolutely awful. Oh, okay. Take a good when you can get it. Fair enough. I mean, Matt, you're just on the other side of the. Oh no, wait, you're in. You are the other side of the mountain, but the other side of the city bowl. Correct. Um, yeah. In Carpster. Yeah, I think I'm just the other end of Strand Street, essentially. Oh, uh, I see. I see. Yeah. Like, and how and how how things your side? You know, because Cape Town's such a diverse and massive place. I mean, yeah, no fair. I think, I think I'm not that far from Ant to be, be able to report anything different at this point. Fair enough. Uh, Joburg's um, cut cold, very dry. Like I've had to start using moisturizer because um, you know I'm a very manly man, and the moisturizer use has been essential. It's so dry. And you've been here in winter, so you know. Oh yeah. You, within two hours of landing, your lips just fall apart. Yeah, you coastal people. It's uh, tough times. Um, that soft humidity. I've tried starting so a fire to... because I didn't. Yes, I tried. Starting a fire without fire lighters, and I so um, they didn't work. My fireplace, I'm a little bit sad right now because it's just so far behind me. So, you just got uh, it. Yeah, we all is your wood just too wet? What's going on? Uh, I don't think, I think my kindling is a bit, uh, it's you not tried a pouring petrol on it. Yeah, no, no. Um, the the the, the fire lighters that are like rhino droppings, I'd highly recommend those. Well, they make it from rhino dung, that stuff kicks ass. If, I, if you could see it, you could find it at certain shops and stuff. It's awesome. I just don't have any. I don't like using the bry lighters. The, uh, I don't know what, what sort of material it is. Like the white blocks, I don't like using that because it stinks and that sort of thing. Uh, but I failed, so I'm just sitting here with my slippers on. Very cold. And uh, speaking of cold, yeah, we're all a little bit cold after the box is showing uh, against the British and Irish lines. That's going to be the main topic. Jumping straight into that, like, dagger to the heart, huh? Did you, yeah, I got one. you, bro. I know. I, I'm sorry that my back got in the way of their knife. It's most unfortunate, but uh, we'll we'll get to the game uh, itself. And then, as we've resolved, we'll try to avoid being too analytical, but there's plenty to discuss from the game. So we'll actually speak about that. But first, is to get into some news. Uh, starting off with, apparently, um, there's there's a guy who knows Rassi Erasmus really well, the South African director of rugby on Twitter, who calls himself. Wait, what does he call himself? Uh, uh, is it Yuan Yaku or Yaku, Yaku Yohan? Yaku Yohan, um, using the same stuff as Squidge cracked the code pretty quick. It's it's the same guy uh, with Rassi and uh, Yaku Yohan putting out tweets using the same style of footage talking about reckless play by Who's... the Lions. I, I love the shithousery. I don't know about you. I think it's great. <laughs> so I saw today the Lions said, no, if they have any complaints about the refereeing or whatever, they shall be following official channels. <laughs> that's so boring I, well, I that's what wrestling. I like no 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 but I think that adds adds to the story it's so much more fun like the upstart like the prim proper official lions you know the northern hemisphere sticking to the, their guns going the way they need to and go, 
pushing it through the official channels because that's the way it's always been done and then just fucking rassy shithousing <laughs> from an account that clearly was his because the only tweets it liked were ones about Munster when he was coach yeah and also he he only follows Mario Toje and uh, Cordy Laws I think Adam, on Twitter Adam Jones oh, Adam, Adam Jones, Jones. Yeah. Yes, so uh, fun and games. I must admit, just because of the lack of crowds has affected me quite badly as a supporter. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to get into the series, but nine minutes. I mean, I got into big time first test SAA game, and now I'm, I'm balls deep in it. It's very exciting. I love, I love the shit house. And you said you approve. Oh yeah, no, I'm a massive, massive fan. <laughs> I think it's great. I mean, it's it's just it's classic Rusty. I mean, the same thing they did with the SAs and tackle. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's just a great way of publicly you know taking the piss, um, which I appreciate. The only thing that's been a bit weird to see is that the Northern Hemisphere guys are all being like, "Ooh, you know, it's sour grapes," and he's lo- losing respect for Rusty. And I'm like, "Nah, man, it's good banter. Shut up." <laughs> it, 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 it is kind of banter. As exactly. Well. That's the that, that's the way I'm interpreting it at least. Like, yeah. Look, look, we'll, we'll we'll speak very briefly about the. I just think... I don't want to talk about it too much, but uh, any. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Matt. You want to say? I just want to imagine the conversation he had with Jock, Jock about this before, and he's like, Jock, Jock, I have a plan. And then he goes on. To, then he sends the first tweet and like screenshots it to Jock. Do you think they know? Do you think they'll notice? But I feel bad for Jock. He's Jock's boss, technically. Yeah. No, but that's, that's what, what, she... so what I saw someone say is that Jock Ninaba should only ever refer to the water boy. At the Springbok Games as Yaku Yuan. Jacques Nino was doubled down on the, you know, we 100% respect the TMOs and we back their decision. Um, so Meanwhile. obviously, he, yeah, so I don't know if he's in on the joke. No, I think he is, but I think it's he, as, official, as the official, he can say that and then have Rusty just go over his head without either of them facing repercussions for it, so to speak. Because he's yeah, not the coach I mean, speaking out about it. Yeah, exactly. No, he's so just that, a guy. Classic, classic Rassi shithousery. Uh, let's move on to some other news before we get stuck into the lines. I'm just trying to find this here. Um, ah, excuse me. We had a good game in sevens if you want to do that. Yes, the, I have that on the deck. I have actually organized today. Uh, World Rugby considers Japan to be at rugby's top table. And I hope you for news later this year in which, in which tournament the top Asian national slot into after the 2023 Rugby World Cup. So I'm just trying to see here. Oh, um, I'm assuming it's that, remember oh, it's a, that image of like the Southern Hemisphere Six Nations. Yes. Yeah, so they're, they're looking to be included in the Rugby Championship, along with SA New Zealand, Argentina and Australia, which I have no problem with, yeah, by and the way. They wanted uh, to put Fiji as the sixth nation as well. I also have no problem with that. Yeah, I think no one has better. problem, problem yeah. with either team joining. I think the only real issue is like but by then it should be enough time if you're doing it after 2023 that the fijian drew and that can most probably stabilize the fijian sort of economy rugby economy so to speak and mm, they'll be this, able to yeah. host a cup they'll be able to host the foreign the foreign sides for the rugby championship then yeah there's moana pacifica they've been approved for super rugby it seems they've been locked in so fiji drew the last uh step and people many people forget 2000 Civil World Cup, I think one of the hardest games a box face was against the Fijians. In, in, yes, I, I'm just trying to remember who made a point about that. Um, I think I was one, in one of the... Oh, what's, sorry, and what's this Clark Berger, John video show again? Use it, lose it. Yes, I think it might have been John Smith. Maybe mentioned it, but it could have been... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, else. yeah. Yeah, they, they did in that interview. 
Yes. And you said the latest one, is it with Heinrich Brousseau? I haven't had an opportunity to no, watch. No, that was the... Um, it's quite weird because they've been doing that DHL-like yes. delivery of the Bork jerseys, but it's the same roster of people in the same order as what they're using for user to lose it. So they're definitely oh, doubling up on... on um, Forming on the yes. same day. Yeah. Dude, it's about finding um, the synergies and efficiencies in the, in the value chain. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So, Harry Rousseau was on the... Um, the DHL delivery one of the latest user loser was with the beast, which was quite a cool, that was quite a cool one. I mean, yeah, beast. Yeah. It was quite banterous. Yeah. Like at beast, he runs a security company. I, I like how he, he did stick in. If you need security, like total businessman, you know, oh, if you need security, big smile on his face. Um, but I, I enjoyed the episode. Actually, it's very interesting. I, I feel like with him as more banter, he didn't get so deep into it. I enjoy the one with Oster runs as well. That's quite interesting. And I mean, shame also speaking in very much a second language. So just imagine what you can tell us in Afrikaans. Um, I thought he was yeah quite eloquent. Um, yes, even in English. Even in English, yeah. Yeah, so I'd love to hear him in Afrikaans. Same as Victor Macville. I know when Victor Macville joined Supersport, his commentary was a little bit bread, but he improved a lot, to to his credit, actually. Uh, I think Victor Macville is coming up as one of the upcoming guests. Um, oh, so is I, he? And I, so I think that'll be a very cool chat. Um, I think Victor also has decent, yes. decent banter. Uh, uh, I, I don't, yeah, Matt, did you watch the one with Ferreira Priya? No, I haven't watched that one yet. I'm far behind on these. I just... Oh, I see. No, was... pretty... oh, interesting. Again? Very interesting, hey? Quite, I don't know. He's quite... I don't want to use the word surly, but he's very much, I don't know, hands in pockets. Dry. Dry. Oh, yeah. Pretty dry. But also uh-huh. just, you know, very competent i suppose in a way i mean he just you know like was like like was quite comfortable to remind everyone that you know he's won a lot of things yes uh, you're comfortable right. in that. it was just and taking the piss out of jean and skulk so obviously it must have been a you know a recurring joke between them for like you know yes, when they yes. were playing at the books um, yeah that is at his house it was quite cute seeing his daughter involved and uh, his wife packing up i think skulk cracked some joke it was quite sweet i think i've seen his house or his father's house in pretoria many years ago and it is huge so um, it is a mansion. They talk about a mansion, and they're not joking. Um, but if you're talking about things up and coming, uh, Finn Russell, he's resumed training. No, the okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Keith injury, because Marcus Smith, I know, was brought out to uh, talk to that. So that, that's just a quick news update. Now back to the Olympics. South Africa, we haven't been doing so great at the Olympics. We do have um, Scott Marco in, in the in the breaststroke final at like four in the morning. So yeah. it's more piece of me hopes that Ren wakes me up at four o'clock. So I can do, watch. do do record the game if you, I mean the, the the race if you're awake and send the video because I am keen to see. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll, I'll try. I don't think she's been she's been sleeping very well. Touch wood. So I don't think she's going to wake us up. So, um, so I don't have a phone. I don't know if it's Renee's going to mark her. I'm probably epically wrong. Tatiana. Tatiana, thank you very much. Hopefully she grabs a goal because the bot I said the South Africa, especially the hockey guys, we're up three 0 against the Netherlands and we lose five three. That's, that's, I mean, that's impressive. We were up 3-0 against the Netherlands to start no, with. And we're 2-1 down in Great Britain also. They're like a combined team. So at least the Springbok 7s, uh, they opened their tournament with a 14-5 victory over Kenya. No, isn't it? No. Oh, no, that's the second game. They beat yeah. Ireland in their first game, 33-14. They did claim bronze last time. So, uh, so far, the tournament has got up and around. You watched this, Ant, I believe. Yeah. Yes. I watched the Kenya game. I didn't wake up at 4 to watch the Irish game. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 4, yeah. I mean, to be honest, all the games were a lot closer than I expected. It was, you know, nice, good competitive sevens. Um, even the Fijian-Canada game, mm. I think it was the scores were level at one stage. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that's because the sevens guys are a bit out of practice or just because 
don't know the gaps that narrowed a little bit, but yeah, it should be an exciting um, uh, knockout series. Um, I just hope mm. yeah we do actually get to watch the games, and not have to wake up at super early. Yeah, I just I don't know how you guys get work done. I would love to watch the Olympics. I see all the messages on WhatsApp about the Olympics, this and that. It's archery, apparently, is the new flavor of the week. But I just, I, I can't put it on the TV, otherwise I won't get any work done. So I don't know how you, I don't know how you guys do it. Because otherwise I'll get you sucked in. That, that's the thing. So I just follow the South African stuff and I don't try to. I just have it on mute just out of eyeline. Oh, so uh, you see. Not oh. quite watching it. Um, I'm, I'm you like, yeah. you know, just rotate the head and see, oh, okay, and then get on with life again. Have you been watching a lot of the Olympics? Mm, no, not actually. Sort of snippets here and there, highlights on YouTube and so forth myself mostly. Yeah, I don't sit down and watch anything live. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should follow your approach. But also maybe speaking of approaches, though, the Australian government, they can follow the Wallabies approach because the Wallabies never caught Quake Cooper to the Bursa Cup squad to go to New Zealand. He's played semi test for Australia, but he cannot be given Australian citizenship. I know this has been discussed previously. Um, do you think Dave Rennie? Do you think Dave Rennie's just like, hey mate, come join us to to make the Australian immigration authorities look look a bit silly? But more, more importantly, Apparently, what's the rugby rationale? It's, hmm? it's like a deep deep thing with him, like with essentially if you've got any sort of like if because he's a New Zealander, obviously, and yes. born there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah, so he's a New Zealand citizen or whatever, and that's what he's trying to transfer. Apparently, it's a massive fucking chore for the people who are of New Zealand descent, like New Zealanders, to switch their citizenship to Australia. Because I sort of saw a couple people discussing it in comments and that, and did a bit of digging, and yeah, it looks like switching from New Zealand to Australia seems to be a massive hurdle that the Australian government has put up. And they just oh, don't push it. Because, I mean, they told him, like, he hasn't contributed to Australia in any sort of significant way. <laughs> yes, it's, sure, it's, gosh. Yeah, which, which is fair. But, in other, like, I feel like they could have been a lot, they could have avoided a lot more shit by saying, look, you have a criminal conviction. We're not necessarily keen to put you on. Oh, I forgot about that actually. Yeah, yeah, that that's a better that's way to the, phrase it for that's sure. That's the much easier way that they didn't publicly put out there. That that's much probably being, why they should. Yeah, but yeah, he's a permanent resident. Um, I know there's yeah. also like a financial so tax relationship. Yeah, there's well. a lot of different. Yeah, so there's a lot of like, so basically they just there's a lot of the harshest way to put it. There's a lot of not wanting them to <laughs> be. No, not Quay Cooper, but just not wanting people to sort of retire to Australia. So they're happy to give you like that permanent residency and all that. But mm. as soon as like where a citizen would get like state pension and shit, that they sort of block you off from doing. So yeah, they're happy I mean, to that's... make it easy for you to work there for as long as you're working. But yeah, that's kind of fair enough though for you know first world countries with the inverted population permits. Like yeah, <laughs> kind of makes sense. No, yeah, not, but... uh, yeah, not saying it's a good or a bad thing either way i'm just saying that that's roughly what i can tell no well like uh, i mean the rugby reasons are that rennie he, he reached out to cooper i was off the name of his test squad because james o'connor he can't travel to new zealand because of a groin injury and then will harrison and ben donaldson who the reserves they're based in uh, new south wales okay sydney for all intents and purposes um there's a coronavirus outbreak they'll not be able to enter new zealand in time for the 7 august match Due to COVID travel restriction, as you said, Matt, uh, Cooper is a New Zealand citizen. Um, and he's back in Australia on a break from playing in Japan. And he's been denied Australian citizenship 
four times. Um, but also, I mean, besides like, getting Australian, Australian citizenship, um, I mean, being in South Africa, a lot of people have immigrated there. It's very, very difficult. Um, like the Australians are, <laughs> they've led the way in making it incredibly difficult for people to get citizenship for, for certain reasons. And the British apparently are going the same way, based, based on what I've been told. Uh, I'm just trying to see here. Yeah, the Wallabies, they are currently based in Queensland and they're going to be traveling to New Zealand later this week. Though they have not yet received clearance after Wellington suspended quarantine three travel from Australia. Oh, this is this also blows my mind as like different sectors of travel. Yeah, this uh, is what I find hilarious. Like yeah, that Queensland and Queensland apparently has just recently been allowed to travel and all that as well. Like so that's that's I find amusing that they're now trapped in Queens or they were in Queensland because that sounded like it was a bit of a hub. Yeah, um, and so I mean, there's three Bledisloe Cup tests. They were meant to be in New Zealand, and uh, Australia, and then New Zealand again. But Rennie expects that they'd be changed to minimise trans-Tasman travel, so they might be hosted in one country, um, which I don't think is a bad idea actually. In terms of in, in turning it into a three-test series, in a sense, I don't think that's the worst idea in the world. We need more test series. That's why I'm so excited about the Lions one. Oh, we've discussed that. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just better. Like I, like I think the last proper New Zealand tour to South Africa was '97. I think we beat the box 2-1. Um, that's I, I enjoy the rugby championships. They keep me wrong, but I do miss tours. Makes makes games against the big guys a little bit more special. But it is what it is. So, quite Cooper's on his way to Australia. Now, and the Sharks, they've um, made a few signings. Ben Tapawai, of all people, uh, yeah, he's been signed. Fast from the blast. Yes. Um, I'm just trying to see who else has been signed. Uh, there's two others. So they've got Edwin Cater, the yes. Griffiths wing, who I've been a massive, massive fan on. You called it. You called it. Like, literally, his contract. Before, and you see he's going to get signed by a big union. Uh, yeah, but it, I didn't. I mean, again, Todd's been saying it, but like, the Sharks don't need more wings. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, in a way, it's sad because now he's not going to be able to play. No, he's just like, like, you're like, like, um, you know, even Pinke. So, like, what's he going to do? Um, uh, so yeah, anyway, I mean, look, he's he's a good player, and I think I'm not actually sure how old he is, but maybe Mpumbi's going back to Japan or something. Mm. Um, but he's great, and Tapawai, like you know, again, not not the best player in the world, and he's probably a bit past his prime. But the Sharks midfield is not exactly flaring at the moment, particularly at inside centre. So mm. we'll take what we can get there, and then we've got renowned steroid user Khobrans Khobla to go uh, bark yeah, up because, the second row. Yeah, they have they. Um... In the Sport 24 Street, like, oh, they've signed uh, Keita and Horrible, uh, and then right at the end, the third signing, Horrible, currently held some starch on sale. Oh, no, sorry, I missed the last two paragraphs. Uh, they don't mention anything about steroid use, though. Yeah, didn't he? He was in Ireland and got a ban, uh, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Sharks have picked up a lot of locks recently. If you think they picked up Hucho, Renil Hucho, and. Uh, yes, yes. The Roots as well mm. recently. I suppose they did lose um, Funimesh, so maybe yeah. that's that's kind of some replacement there. But uh, my my feeling with a lot of the shark signings is it's a lot of like middle tier like Curry Cup level players. You know, they're not signing mm-hmm. guys that are going to win you a Super Rugby title. They're signing guys that will you know make you get through the Curry Cup. You know, like none of those guys are are going to really change the team's performance. Um, you don't think. Um, so it's it's interesting. I'd rather them sign you know one or two less players and just get a proper marquee player. I mean, I suppose they got mm-hmm. Bongi, which is you know, again we have seven hookers now, but at least we've got one that can throw straight. So. But I feel like yeah. as well, like signing that many locks, I think we've proven that you can never have too many locks in a in a single squad at any one time. Yeah, no, the, the Sharks have got a million now. 
Then we'll just, I, I, I think they'll just be fine in case of injuries. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be fair, though, I mean, the way the Sharks have been having injuries, you know, if you look at, like, their oh, locks and their loose their super, Yeah, their super rugby season was Chowing through Oaks. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, just some quick Curry Cup results. The the Bulls, they, I mean, they're definitely the strongest. I, I, I do feel a little bit bad for the Lions. So the Bulls would have given them these, probably the best game they would have had from the local side. They beat the Lions. Uh, sorry, the... <laughs> Where were they? The, uh, the, the Sigma line. So they didn't say here on the stories, but I know Sigma is entrenched in the brain. 40-21. And Western Province in the Curry Cup, they defeated the Pumas, 37-23. Yeah. You just need to mention the, the length of the field try the Lions scored, which was mm. heat. And also the, 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 the no-look pass that Hussen gave to set up the try, which was also insane. Was I missed those. I will, I, I will uh, catch the highlights. There's also a picture circulating of the Bulls was probably having the second most oh, yes. overqualified <laughs> water boy in South Africa. Yes, Tony Vermeulen. Well, the comment was he's the highest paid, the second highest paid water boy, and then Jake White said, this, apparently this was in commentary, and then Jake White, they were chatting to Jake at the time, he's like, I've seen his salary, he's the, definitely the highest paid water boy. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Dwayne. Dwayne compared to Rossi. Yeah, such a pity, hey. That's, um... He, he didn't make it, but uh, it, it is what it is. Well, they're, they're still aiming for the third test. I mean, he's... he's... Oh, we need to win the second first. Um, I'm just trying to see here. Is there anything else that I've missed? Is there anything else that you guys want to raise before we get stuck into to the Lions game? No, I'm good. I don't think there's yeah. much else. I think that's, there's, there's, you know, that's the, the, the main meat. No, yeah. there's, there's, very little, there's very little actual news, I think, this week besides Shatazri on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the, the first thing I want to get out of the way, but I, I don't want to talk in, a lot about the refereeing specifically. Um, I don't know if you guys agree. Yeah, the referee could have been a bit better. Um, I was trying to think. Sonny, I've forgotten who should have been given a yellow card, the Scotland player. Uh, yes, yeah, so that probably should have, could have been a yellow card, but sometimes you don't see them given. Um, the Lily to Rue try, super tight, 50-50 decision, didn't go away. And a few other things, but ultimately, um, the refereeing and the team didn't decide the result of the game. That's I'm um, just kind of like, yeah, a bit of a cuck one for us. Maybe Gatlin's mind tricks got to Yonker, etc., such a Yonker. I mean, it's it's a, it's a weird one because like, if any of those decisions had changed, then we would have won the game. So it kind of did decide it, and I think it's just more unlucky mm. that in a game, you know, normally you will get stuff that goes for and against you, and as you say, these were all very marginal calls. Yeah. Um, but I feel that most of them landed on the unlucky side of the box. I think yes. they were marginal, but given, say, the on-field, you know, calls, at least some of them should have gone the box way just because of precedent. Um, yeah. And that would have materially changed the outcome of the game. As you say, it, it doesn't change the fact that the Lions did dominate us in the second half. Mm. Um, but, it's yeah, it, it makes the outcome a bit weird. I think uh, yeah, I the only ones uh, that... The only call that I feel like horrendously, egregiously outdone by, I think, is probably. <laughs> yeah. This was probably that whether or not Vili was in front of Arm when he kicked. It's the only one where I'm like. Yeah. There, but look, we, there's no clear. The like, you went from where Bianca went from, like, no clear evidence to no, he was definitely in front of him at the time of the kick, like, in 10 seconds. Yeah. Like I think for me it was a Toje's turnover on the try line because oh, he was seated. He was literally Fast holding the ball. Also, he was on his knees. That's on the referee. 
Yeah, yeah, that one was very blatant. That was because yeah, I mean, that one didn't even go upstairs. That was pure. Yeah, Nick Berry. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It sounds a little bit harsh, but he maybe lost a little bit of the control of the game. Which means yeah. that's then no, that's yeah, down. He did. And and that's, that's kind of that's down to the earth. Then it's down to the teams to take advantage of that. Yeah, I don't think Sia was being as much in his ear as Alan. No, Wynn Jones. Wynn I Jones. Think that's kind of that's been one of the bigger criticisms of Sia coming out the game. This is, yeah. I think, his performance as a player was good, but his, his refereeing management. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think some... ever been that great, to be honest. Yeah, um, he's always gone he with the whole like silent. Yeah, he's, a he's gone. He's always preferred the approach, not to. If you aren't pestering the ref constantly, he'll tend to look more favorably on you. Whereas mm. other players tend to be, if you're in his ear, he'll. If you whine enough, you'll get something out of him. Yeah. yeah. I, although I, I also vaguely feel, and I could be completely wrong on this, I feel like. Dwayne played a bit of that role generally as well. Like yeah. he, he would kind of play, be the the bad cop to to see his good see his cop, cop yeah. to the ref sometimes. You know, maybe we're missing that. Um, yeah. Fuff should step up, step up, and just go full Aaron Smith. <laughs> oh my God, TJ Perinara, that that just I find very irritating. I mean, look, yeah, look, the video decision. I think fair enough. Um, that was very marginal, but we scored shortly afterwards. Uh, people always say, oh, changes the result of the game, etc. But it's guys, if he, if he scores, then the whole path of the game changes. Yeah. Nobody knows how it turns out. It's yeah, complexity theory, quantum physics, whatever is the correct term you want to go for it. I like I'll the say pant leg of time. Sorry, say that again? The pant leg of time. Oh. So you're going down one pant leg, but if you change, you're going down the other pant leg. Oh. I like that, actually. It's a bit much more simplified. I agree with that. So that's why I'm very wary to say change the outcome of the game, but. My point of view is then, do you agree with this? Did the Lions deserve to win the game? I think so. They were just yeah. so dominant in the second half. They just, the on, half. Yeah, if you look at that second but, half, they definitely did. Also, but not really. You know, They were Ooh. dominant, but they didn't ever look like scoring. You know, mm, like, I would, uh, It's a weird, weird one to look back on. Because we didn't play well, but neither did mm, they. But we still mm. did more than enough to win the game if we'd mm. had you know a little bit more refereeing. It, 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 I don't know, it reminded me a lot of the ninth the 2019 uh, semi-final against Wales and when Gatlin was the coach then too. Very, very, I don't know, very similar type contest where everybody's copying the same tactics except towards the end we just up-muscled them. Francois Lowe got that turnover at the end to, to mm. get the penalty that, that cinched it. And I feel the physicality, I mean, towards the second half, I think our physicality fell away a little bit. Um, and I think the big one we can chat about this is just in the air. None and of our air, um, sorry, I was going to say air game. That's not right. Kicking game didn't really work out for us this time. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that was was something they had definitely highlighted before, and that we've got you know our backfield of Quacha and Colby mm. is not exactly tall, and their backfield is very tall, and so mm. we were always going to lose that contest. As brave as Colby is, um, yes. you know, he just physically cannot get as high as Duhan can. Like, and so you know, you go, you're going to come off second best over time in, in that type of contest yeah. um you know so i think it's but yeah so i mean it's it's a weird one because like what do you if you think i mean I, who will raise the question i think it was you matt about like mm. what changes do you make and apart from maybe bringing in visa for Quacha, like there's not much personnel yeah, that's the thing, like besides covering maybe the odd injury that comes up i wouldn't fuck around with that squad at all mm, besides, I don't know. besides maybe as you say Quacha. Because I don't think oh. he contributed as much. Even though I think he was like our third or fourth most... Like he had our third or fourth most carries or something stupid. Yeah, but that's no, just because they kicked off to him every single time. Yeah, yeah true, actually. You know, And it wasn't like he was getting great gain traction on the gain line off those carries. Yeah, you know, so rather than have them... He's not as slippery I'm as he sorry, used to be. Rather get them to kick on Visa. 
I wouldn't mind. It sounds random. I wouldn't mind them bringing in. Um, I saw him go blank. He Evan made his Ruiz. debut. Sorry. Evan Ruiz. <laughs> no, no, not him. But he should be a box soon. Um, <laughs> oh, he made his debut against Georgia. Sorry, it's been it's been a long day. No, no, no. Uh, on the wing. Um, oh, Fussy. Yes. I wouldn't mind bringing in Fussy. The main what issue is the defensive Fassi? system. The I would rather go change the dynamic of that back three a lot. Yeah. No, no, no. I'd, I'd have him, I'd have him take Mpimpi's place. I don't know. I just felt like Mpimpi... Mpimpi was, like, was great. I mean, yeah, Mpimpi, I think he, he was one of the better he back was in, players. Yeah, he was... Like a bit of a... He was part of at least two of the tries. Yeah, I mean, look, he also got a lot more opportunity than Colby just because the play went down his wing. But, yeah. I mean, I don't think Mpimpi did anything wrong. I think Vili wasn't as good as he could have been. I think um, Vili... Yeah. You know, so if you're looking to make yeah, a replacement true. more for 15, I think Colby will bounce back. Yes. Um, and you, I don't okay. think you can... No, no, I think right. what he brings is, is worth more than what you I might just, I think Fassi brings the energy. Um, and also just the more speed and game-breaking ability. Because so I do hope the box maybe... Yeah, but we've got... Not change entirely. Sound, yeah? like, like, just chowing breaks we've got dda and i think he did that phenomenally. He, was a, he was he was excellent he yeah. was somehow he'd somehow discovered how to find gaps or muscle his yeah. way into Delendi gaps and um were, i think our two top players they both oh, had really strong games yeah yeah uh, um the maybe, DDA, ooh, DDA i want to be rude and say maybe the fire burnt off some of dda's fat <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's he, why he's not so slick then his hands are good well you know speaking of slick um, Alex, uh, Alex and Ben, obviously, unfortunately, they had prior commitments that they couldn't get out of, so they, they're not here today. Uh, Alex, he's put together the, uh, obviously, on Facebook, it's the ERB group. He's put together some ratings, so we're going to run through those very quickly. So we'll start with Ox. Ox and Che, he got seven. I'll just read through Alex's commentary. Uh, Scrumman carried well, despite being the only non-Rugby World Cup starting player. Uh, considering he's up against uh, Tide Furlong, who is just, yes, he's just a meat of a man. Uh, many including me though. thought he would be a weak link, but he showed his credentials. He was also an excellent carrier. Um, yeah, no, he was Ox good. Or oh, Furlong. <laughs> uh, Ox. Both. I no, Ox both. also had a very, very strong game. No, but, uh, particularly, as you say, against Furlong. So, I mean, he held his own at scrum time, which I think was the worry. But yes. an open play, I mean, he really had a good game. Yeah. Uh, Bongi got five. Uh, he just one tackle, two penalties in the first yeah. 40 minutes and he did his job at a lot of time he had very little impact around the park I think that's fair uh, not not Bonky's best Chervin Yakani 7 and I think in the scrum he scrummed quite well scrum really was solidly Wasn't a medal 5 was crucial poach including a turnover yeah you beat Alex to the punch uh, shame to see him subbed at half time I mean I understand why they subbed him but he had a good game as well so yeah Evan uh, Esbeth 7 uh, was one of our busiest players, but fell off slightly in the second half. Had the second most combined carries, four and tackles, thirteen while making two turnovers, but conceded two errors and a penalty. Um, like he, he was fine. Frank Mustard, seven most prolific tackler in fifteen, gave away no penalties in doing so. His work rate remains second to Jans. Um, Seclisi, just stop me if you guys want to just step in, so I can just get through this. Seclisi, seven, uh, a good wide game from the captain of the left tackles, thirty-one meters from just four carries, but would definitely like to see him use more and lean a bit more on the ref next time. Oh. Mm. I mean, I haven't had yeah, a rest just so we can keep it fresh. I, I was so bleak. I, I mean, to stop there, Super Sport, when he got that breakaway, and when I told you made the turnover, I was like, where's the turnover? Where's the replay? Like, sometimes I found the camera work to be really wanting. And maybe <laughs> yeah, it's this I think was like our weakest Super Sport like, Jesus. camera work. Oh, man. Sp- I, mean, like, I don't think... With, 
discuss how good the SA camera work is on rugby. No, it was poor. I think maybe they're not used to a stadium that size. They're used to rugby grounds, but the, the, I mean, the camera work for the, the series, I, I don't know, I thought it was a little bit poor. But anyway, uh, Pierce of Vittori, he's absolutely world-class and contracted to be three defenders and just five carries, but he also conceded three penalties on the day. So he just wasn't enjoying his usual accuracy. Quite five, uh, used in, in uh, Dwayne's role of attack. Uh, carrying a whopping 13 times, but only made 35 meters. So that just goes to your point that uh, you guys made. Two turnovers conceded, three penalties, um, and is targeted in the aerial attack. And I, I think, as you guys, I don't think he'll start again. Five, six point five. He was on hand for the strange try. I, I honestly thought they might, have, if they said Peter Stiff knocked on, I wouldn't have been unhappy because it was so marginal. Mm. I thought his hand. So I'm just, we got the rub of the green. Uh, there, um, his kicking was around while appearing wayward was quite effective at putting the Lions under pressure. Unfortunately, he also fumbled in two occasions, was possibly out dual by his opposing number. I think that's a fair comment. Under Pollard 7, very low cost, low reward game from the pivot. Missed kicks that proved a different side of the ball now, but not spectacular. My pimpy 7.5. Clearly, I watched a different game, so uh, thank, you for, thank you for correcting me. All the opportunities seemed to come in his wing, and he looked dangerous every time I touched the ball. Uh, DDA. Most prolific carry, as expected, but also mustered up six tackles. Our most consistent source to go for a ball, but we weren't able to capitalize. I thought his hands were looking great as well. Amp seven. I'm giving a hot point just for his hit <laughs> in the early game. Chess and Colby, five. Maybe his worst game in a jersey. Question mark. Targeted under the high ball and found one thing with three handing areas. Too good to be kept down for long. And the value of five. If the offside call had gone differently, the game would have been on its head, but it didn't. His kicks were contestable. Three or six recovered. But he came with 25% tackle success. And conceded both in penalties. Then he just gave Mark seven, uh, Ketzel five point five, Mahoba five, Lord five, Alstad four, Herschel six, Alton six, and Dwelly, whose regather was fantastic, six point five. Yeah, I think uh, our bench didn't do as well as it should have. Yeah, I, I, especially the front row. I think, mm. I mean, but yeah, you know, they at, at scrum time they didn't have the right impact, and I think in part that's down to conditioning. It's also, uh, um, it's also a lot of so I know um, it's another point Tank made, and so another fellow scrum scrum academic that the lions they don't push much in a scrum their scrum locks into watch watch it like just locks into place and it creates like this yeah. immovable point that they run a set play off the back of like they don't try their scrum's not designed like ours like an attacking milk a penalty or something so mm. so they're doing the same scrum on like defense and offense is that that scrum is just set as a sort of universal like standard point like and then the back line can do whatever they want off that yeah it was like there was so much it was like the immovable object makes the unstoppable force in those scrums yeah it was, it was just it was, i was really hoping that, that um the boxes step it up there because they brought on the much voted bomb squad but um i just think the the lack of playing time cost us towards the end the thing is it's not like Mel Herb and Kitsov haven't been playing much, and then even then off the bench, you know, like mm. they mm. shouldn't have been tired. At <sighs> least for the, you know, I mean, they, they, yeah. I don't, it was, I it was thought... a disappointing performance from from mm. from those two. I just haven't faced the sort of caliber of opposition. That's the main thing um, from from my side. Now, also the fact our kicking game wasn't, which is a mean key strength of the boxes for Billy played in the last two years, but um, that comes down to fitness, concentration, and practice, and we just haven't had it. So I, I, I think we'll be a lot better next week in the box. Fingers crossed when people doubt the box, they're a lot better, and they're really motivated. So the next game is going to be super physical, and the Lions are certainly benefiting from all the tests being in Cape Town. Um, 
So yeah, I guess we've really kind of touched on this in terms of changes that we need to make. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Fassi in the bench, but the problem is where Dwelly did very well, gives us 12-15 coverage. Um, Fafs, King, Herschel's all right. And as you said, our bench didn't have a lot of impact. Would you have more next day come on for Elton? I mean, Elton, I, I, it's not the right sort of game for Elton, in a sense. Yeah. I, feel, I feel bad for him. I don't, I don't know. He's not the right... He's a great, I, I'm a big fan of his. I know a lot of people don't like him, but in terms of how we play, maybe not the best for him. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I think it maybe makes sense to have Elton if you want to try and mix it up and play a bit more flary, but I don't uh, think that's true. what our game plan is at the moment. Yeah, you know? yeah, it gives you an option. Yeah. So it doesn't... It's not really... He doesn't fit the role at the moment. Like, he's not, yeah, not going to close out the game. He's going to just... He does, he's not a closer out of games, though, to be fair. No. But yeah, what also depressed me was the most phases we put together was at the last fight, last um, play of the game. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean, that's I'll... fairly standard, though. But I mean, well, yeah, what is... I don't know. I mean, the British and Irish Lions, I don't think they put too many... Like, neither side uh, struggling. No, I think we both only had five plus phases once. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, like, that that doesn't really stress me out, to be honest. I like, don't know. I just... I guess, we, I guess maybe the issue was we didn't get enough territory. They only gave away, I think, one penalty or two penalties in the second half. Which is, I mean, good form from the Lions. Um, so there was, there was actually going to be a point I'm going to make. Oh, this is why it reminded me of the Wales game. Maybe because the box didn't want to attack them that way. Because it, well, we'll get chat a bit about the Lions. Now. It was that the breakdown was hectically contested, not in that last phase of the play, but um, a lot of ball turned over. Uh, I was very impressed with Addy Price at nine actually. Um, I thought he had a very good game. His box kicking was spot on. The mm-hmm. Toji, I thought he did a very good game and. What do you what did you think about Mario's game? I mean, yeah, I will admit that I'm very blatantly biased on Andrew Toje, like but um, I didn't notice him having a particularly good game. But I do watch his mistakes very keenly, more than I watch his, his good things. Yeah, I think you got that that fabled rub of the the green, you know, how with the fifty fifty calls. I think he benefited yeah. from them a lot more than yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, he was just a nuisance, also in in the balls. Mm. As well, uh, Matt, from your side, just from the Lions' point of view, uh, who, who impressed you? Um, as I said, I'm not too familiar with um, them. Sort of know about them, but who impressed you? Who is it? That, okay, well, Ferdinand did good. Obviously, I'm just going to throw that out there. Obviously, yeah. someone I'm going to pick on. But that Conan <laughs> chap, fucking unit. Yeah, no, he's had a very good season for the yeah. Lions so far. I mean, I think he hasn't missed a tackle or something. Yeah, something. Or was that yeah. Watson? But anyway, someone. He's been a very strong player for them yeah. um kind of out the blocks that no one really expected which has been surprising yeah any grafts hey? mm. uh, tom curry uh, i thought courtney laws um was excellent so i mean i had my eye on him for the whole tour dan bigger was solid um Big i just see O'Farrell. taking tackles that's for sure i oh, know that uh, wasn't him as elliot who killed him it was daily yeah i'm yeah. killed yeah, Daly was alright. I mean, he gives them an extra, extra kicking option. It's just, yeah, their centers don't worry me that much. No, but their centers aren't there to. No. You know, they, they're quite similar to us. You know, they're not there mm. to, to try and. Yeah, yeah it's, no. it's interesting but seeing the side play our game essentially at us. Which is, no. yeah, <laughs> as you say. So, um, I mean, here in the block time, we still have quite a bit of time. Actually, I don't, I, I, uh, so I just want to ask, do you think we're going to win the next test? So I was getting very tense towards the, the end of the game. I mean, you kind of have to think we have to. I mean, it's well, this, is per, this is perfect Springbok time, you know, backs against the wall, all the pressure, etc. You know, this is where we thrive. Um, 
so you really have to hope we do um obviously otherwise the series is gone yeah. but yeah. yeah definitely i think yeah i'm confident also appreciate that like uh places like rugby pass have come out with things like south africa the springboks have the the shortest win streak of any world rugby championship side winning but side also the longest time between between mm-hmm. and all that because yeah we've, that, but... we've only got like a <laughs> a one-win sort of streak as reigning champions at this point. It is like a what is, but it was a 580 unbeaten streak afterwards, which is the longest. So at least we've got that in our back pocket. Yeah, no. So like, (laughs) there are all sorts of interesting things and I think that shit like that does leak out to the Springboks and I think that does fire them up. Surely, it's got to. Um, But like, I I think, this is what I was maybe mentioning earlier, is that like, if you look at our players, no one really shot the lights out. And we still, you know, genuinely did more than enough to win the game. And again, true. if we had slightly more even refereeing performance, I'm not blaming the ref, but we did get unlucky more than we got lucky, you know what I mean? Um, and if so that was slightly more balanced, then we would have won the game, um, despite not really playing that well. Um, and I think that that's got to be encouraging, surely. Um, yeah. you know, it's definitely within us. No, that, that, that's fair. Um, and just, uh, even though the, the, the Lions won uh, the first test, I was just looking at a column here by Robert Kitson, who's from, from the Guardian, is there, Rappi writes, he writes this column only about Rassi Rassman, that he's abandoned grace and dignity. And, and blah, 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 blah. No, because I think Eddie Jones did that first of any sort of top flight. <laughs> Most recently, I think anyone, if anyone's going to argue that a, like, a senior official be it a, a director of rugby or head coach. I think Eddie Jones, I think, is the one who set the bar for being like for Shitazri as a coach and so forth. Or Michael Checker, even. I don't know. He was just shit. Yeah, he was, he was just, just shit. And he was just a around. loud, noisy, aggressive person. You're like, yeah. at least Eddie was doing it, you know, s- subtly for banter. Like, yeah. Checker was just a knob. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, just saying, like, it's no, point, it's no point casting aspersions on Rassi where. He's just following a trend of like the great Northern Hemisphere rugby coaches at this point. Do you think that was all his monster training? Clearly, that's it's, this is monster coming out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, then... they've also got Steve Diamond up there, man. Fuck. Sure. Did he take tech? Where is he now? Because he left sale. Yeah, he's probably just quietly just doing his. I don't think he's actually. Well, quietly. It. You think he's doing it quietly? No, no, not at all. But <laughs> he's loudly doing something somewhere. Well, I'm I'm out of talking points, so I just wonder if there's anything else, anything else from the game uh, that you guys would uh, like to discuss that uh, picturist. All I'm hearing is deafening silence. Yeah, no, I think I think yeah, the th- it's tricky as well because the game's on Saturday. We've I think discussed it to death ourselves in in the WhatsApp group and through, throughout Sunday and Monday. And now we're recording basically the bullet points that we've managed to sort of filter down. I think there is one very important talking point, though, in that all the alcohol that we'd finished by half time, we can now replenish before the game this weekend. Oh, yes, we yes. definitely got stuck into deep yeah. supplies. Oh, I'll I'll just, be, uh, early in celebrations. We've I'll, be, I'll be stocking up on Thursday. For those of you who don't know, uh, the government sees fit in this country to ban alcohol 
which I mean, I actually understand a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people get. I just like being able to buy wine when it's more convenient. But in, in fairness, though, uh, South African casualty wars see a dramatic decrease um, in patients just due to alcohol being banned, due to uh, violence, poor driving, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we can now buy booze. Hence, it's very, very exciting. I had to watch the delayed stream of the game, actually, because I mean, they think they rebroadcasted at nine afterwards. Very different experience, because I mean. I, I watched the game. I stayed off my phone. No, I, I stayed off my phone the entire time. Oh, that's impressive. Nice. Did my did, did bath time with with the kid. All that sort of jazz. And my wife said, I don't know why. I, she, she admired my um, perseverance, but it doesn't make much sense to her. <laughs> Pretty much. She's like, well, I just watch it from half time. I was like, you don't understand. It's every twelve years. I, li- I um, like the idea of you watching it from half time, so you're having like just the worst experience. <laughs> just in that yeah. Game. That. Um, thank goodness you didn't, because that would have been awful. At least we. We get like half a half of happiness. Yes, that was we much were like better, optimistic. Yeah. We went in this like our mood was whittled down over time. You would have just yeah. been cut at the knees down. Like yeah, looking at the cutting. WhatsApp group, going through the WhatsApp group, uh, I could I, I just sense the change of mood. Um, <laughs> like I started to curse a bit more, and and also good on Mitch. Obviously, rugby fixation podcast. You still have to watch. <laughs> Bless him though, because a machine and obviously uh, i highly recommend listening to him ahead of the business the cut tests that occur when is the first one by the way um sure. the next no it's august 7th so it's two weeks from now we're going into rugby championship as well hey yeah look on the yeah. bright side we'll be totally very busy very busy schedule for the next whatever six months of rugby yeah i'm very I'm we're making for up for not playing rugby for 20 months i guess yeah well one, one hopes we're making up for it and not in a, going on like a 13 match losing streak yeah I'm very excited for rugby championship because these are going to be prepared now and they're, and they're all and all Aussies and, and New Zealand uh, journalists they're all moaning about oh the box they actually, some of the well Ben up. Smith is moaning let's not, I've, let's I've, not have we, paint I them actually all haven't the way checked... got painted like Keo. oh yeah <laughs> oh, fuck Keo like... had such a mare on fucking Twitter oh crisis uh... yeah you went Yonker. Yeah, if you are listening, um, if you're a non-South African, well, actually, if you are, Mark Mark Kieran does not represent the majority of, of the South African rugby fraternity. And every time you brought him up, I needed to bring it because he's the sort of individual you need to ignore because yeah. he draws his power from tears and just moaning yeah, well, and pitching. Fuck, um, right. Rugby Pass gave him a lot of fucking airplay for his tantrum because they, they uh, SA in a rugby, good way. No, no like, 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 SA rugby media, media says this. Response to yeah. And they're like, that, and it's just oh, quotes by him. And I'm like, no, and same, stuff. Media. same as stuff. It's lady journalism. And I mean, I, I get that both Aussie and New Zealand rugby, rugby journalists, same as here, are a bit parochial. But it's like, Kia Hands can be a real shithead. Or is. Who knows? It's based on his Twitter profile. He, he, is, he is a shithead. You tell him, Mario's wrong, you can fuck all. It's just like, yeah. give me a break. Are you are you like a qualified TMO? Is there are questionable calls beyond the yellow card? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just irritates me that everybody thinks he represents South African media. And clearly, the guy loves the sound of his own voice, and he's just a knob, in short. And there's many journalists, also like Ben Smith, who's just got an axe to grind with the Springboks for whatever reason. So, um, anyway, enough enough moaning from me. We can buy alcohol again, guys. Um, I'm going to wrap it up. I guess we will leave it there. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully, the box can turn it around for the coming test. And I know people are rusty, people are hating your rusty. Just keep doing it, you know, adding some spice to the tour. Yeah. The more Englishmen get irritated, the better. Everybody else is all right, but the Englishmen get irritated, but that's great. Uh, and thank you very much just uh, for joining us. It's nice, nice to hear your point of view. Um, and I'll, I'll, I look forward to you spotting Morrow's errors 
<laughs> on Saturday and Sunday. I'll, I'll very happily always point out where, when Atojo is making mistakes. Are you going to start Rassi's third account and just exclusively post Itoji errors <laughs> circled in yellow circles? I mean, that sounds like a good plan I think I might just do that that'll be finally my Twitter landing <laughs> yeah, between you and ben, ben Ben's new Twitter account I think lasted all of a day or two I don't think no, he's posted, posted one today posted is he posted one today uh, uh, um, yes I'll uh, contact you between the kangaroos and Queensland oh okay yes sorry I must, yeah. one. I must actually put it on notifications or something at least so I can keep track of it <laughs> so I checked. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, so big news. We we, we had a qu- an inquiry about sponsorship. Yeah. So we might, re- we we might be able to monetize this shit, or at least. Yeah, but the, but the guy said the the guy said that they work with two other thousand other podcasts, so it wasn't really special. Yeah. So um, I I just sent a very polite email. So maybe so maybe someone might be willing to to give us a bit of money. Um, but I think our target market for the product goes well. If it doesn't work out, I'll let you know. Yeah. If it does work out, you will know about it anyway. You'll know about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll help cover, help cover just our, our, our subscription to, to our service. Oh, Matt, thank you very much. Also, just for being here, much appreciated. That's always a pleasure. Jeez, we're coming in at like 50 minutes. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, less than 50, because don't forget, we started a couple minutes early. Yes, that's true. Uh, when I'm not around, you guys double the length, which is fair enough. Uh, as well yeah and uh, that's going to also do it for me thank you very much if you have been listening to this episode of Elite Rugby Bands we will naturally be back next week to see if the box oh god I hope we do not lose um, yeah. oh, I don't the... think I'll be able to speak if we do oh god <laughs> Dude, the hubris such a de- depressing fucking episode oh god the hubris from the British media will be oh, Alex, Alex has to be on that episode if we lose I just because I want yeah. to listen to him rant for about two hours yeah, straight I, yeah. I think he's cooking ostrich so he's busy just mulling his time away chilling I think before the second test uh, as well so Please, guys, box, please do it. We, we can't get the hubris. As an aside, if you just want to listen to it, obviously an interesting pod just on the British view of things, check out Egg Chasers. Uh, I have been enjoying the British Irish Lions content, and, and they're reasonably reasonable, if you want to call it that, apart from other people. So, yes, we will catch you next week. Um, we'll see if the box can turn it around. Thank you very much for listening.